This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. This is the profile of 20 Young Poets on Otago Access Radio, a series celebrating the literary talent of young people in Dunedin. Every Wednesday at 5pm we will hear from another young Dunedin poet about their passion for writing and listen to some of their written work. Episodes from these series will be replayed at 9.30pm on Thursdays and 2.30pm on Fridays and available online from www.oar.org.nz and iTunes. So my name is Alicia Simmons, I'm from Queen's High School, I'm 16 years old and other hobbies, basically kapaka and sport and dancing. Um, my first experiences, I can remember from a very young age that spoken word poetry and just writing in general was a, a major outlet for myself and just being able to put everything that I've not been able to say or not been able to voice and all my feelings and emotions into something that was my own thing and my own creativity if you know what I mean. It's not at the moment because it's not something that we have a choice in studying but it's definitely something that I do on and off throughout my own my own time and um, creative writing especially I do a lot in school and spoken word poetry as well um, in speech competitions etc but yeah <laughs> it's definitely a very honest um, approach to poetry um, and yeah, I really took um, inspiration from spoken word poetry and slam poetry. They're mainly like what I love to watch and what I like to watch like at night. But it's definitely a very honest and raw approach to poetry. I I feel there's so many. Um, Sarah Kay is definitely a, a very big idol of mine. Um, the way that she approaches poetry herself and it's very no matter the angle, no matter um, the subject, it's very raw and just what the truth is. But there are so many spoken word po- like poets that are just amazing and like I don't think I could name them all, but yeah. I think the thing that draws me most to it is the feeling because not like in your everyday life you don't get to express how you're feeling constantly. I mean, there's emotions and you know your facial expressions, but you can never really truly put out how you're feeling honestly and who you are. And I feel that... Um, poetry is a really awesome way of just being able to say how you feel in that moment but in a really creative and beautiful way. There's really not many and that's really how like when I saw this that was why I was like I need to do this like even though I'm like oh but like it's one of the very rare opportunities that we do get to have a voice or be able to put out spoken word poetry unless you've got your own YouTube channel or you're you know writing in class but it is there aren't many opportunities and it's kind of sad like I wish there were a lot more opportunities for youth to get involved. Anxiety is an ocean of broken glass and forgotten dreams. Insomnia, the glass. Dreams of which we never had. Asleep is a foreign concept to those who fear the opportunity at hand. There is nothing self-evident about it. Held hostage in a prison of silk sheets and woolen pillows, my mind implodes with endless reasons on how school will somehow get me killed that day. How to conversate with someone whose confidence level is higher than your attendance, that I do not know. Whose definition of beauty is laid within the darkness, thoughts act as ropes tightened around my neck, causing breathless arguments with my shattered self. Please, forgive me. For when I make plans, I really do intend on going until I'm drowning in excuses, drenched in low self-esteem and bubble wrap floating on a flat surface. See, death is not a fear of mine. 
Even though to most it definitely seems that way. Death is an escape route I'm trying my hardest not to take, but when my anxiety fell in love with my depression, it was as if my end had already been decided. Like a toxic relationship, there was a root cause, and I being that very root and now a third party in a relationship, I just did not agree to. When someone's hand presses against my chest, I throw myself to the ground as if my bones become piercing needles in a haystack, till limb by limb I am left with nothing but a broken heart. It feels as though their hands are knives carving beyond my flesh. Anxiety has caused me to fear the thought to feel, because to feel is to acknowledge, and to acknowledge is to think, and to think is to feel the pain that I've been trying my hardest to avoid. In my mind, death seems like an easier option. My illness is not beautiful. I'm sick of people trying to change the definition of what defines me. So I get how my insecurities compliment your ego and how silence to you feels like compromise when silence to me feels like regret frozen still. Maybe time is what I fear most. My anxiety peaked when my heart was shattered by the one person who taught me how to feel and how feeling is one of the world's greatest tragedies. Much like my will to live, he vanished, and with that, so did my backbone. They say love is a thing that is feared by most, but it is loss of love in which we fear. Love is indeed the only clarity that remains. Forgiveness is a glass seal over a broken heart. To forgive is never to forget. To forget is never to forgive. Forgiving is to see the beauty within the moments that you can't help but hold on to. And with that, I am lost. Clocked by a swarm of unanswered questions, forced to face the reality of the unknown, forever remaining unknown, and yet shadowed by the constant fear of knowing. It is fifth period, and I'm thinking about how the guy I'm in love with looked at me in an odd way two months, 18 days, and four hours ago, and suddenly all I can picture is the curved structure of his face when he told me that the love was lost. And those words repeat themselves over and over and over and over again until silence becomes my final resting place. My mind has never come to know the uncertainty silence withholds, but in this moment, silence is the canvas in which my faith has taken ownership of. It's predominantly about anxiety, and it's more of the fact of just having a voice for myself to be able to explain an everyday situation or the, the pain that it brings or that it's not something that shouldn't be talked about and it's definitely not and it's something that young youth especially faces so commonly and often and it's I think people don't really understand the depth of the situation itself and um, so that poem was really just about myself and anxiety and just creating my own wee, my own wee piece about it but um, yeah it was definitely quite quite raw but yeah it's kind of it really is just the end of the day wrap up of of my everyday experiences like it's not it's a summary of of how I go through life really and it's it's just a a whole picture of of how you're feeling in different moments and yeah publishing videos of myself doing spoken word poetry is something that I'm I really want to get involved but it's kind of just having the confidence to do so and I feel as though if there were more opportunities for youth to be able to get involved it would kind of give the rest of us like a backbone to be able to like be like hey there's a lot of other people who want to get involved but yes I would eventually. It's usually myself just be like we need to fix this we need to fix this and it is a lot of um, self-discipline on what you need to change and just it's really hard to finish a poem because there's always things that you're like I could do this or I could change this and there's so many different angles you can look at it from and 
like if you come back to a poem, like I've done that a lot with my spoken word poetry, is I'll come back to it a year later and be like, my perspective has totally changed. And that's just what life is like. Your perspectives change all the time. But it's just knowing when to, when to be like, hey, this is finished and move on to you know your next piece. But um, definitely my own critiquing. And um, I do have a few friends that I'll be like, can you check this out? But um, yeah, it's very disorientated. It's, <laughs> it's kind of... There are so many things that I want to talk about and it's the first step is like organising what I'm going to talk about in one piece because I tend to talk about a lot of things in one piece that isn't actually a subject. So it's really deciding what you're going to talk about, where you want to go and how you want people to feel and how you feel about it. And then the ideas, if you're passionate about an idea or a subject or depression, anxiety or any, any of those subjects, you can it, it kind of just flows and then from then you edit that and... Yeah, but it's kind of just choosing what you want to write about and having an idea of that, and then it kind of just spreads out. Yes, it definitely does, and I think poetry will always fit in with my future, whether it's a, as a career or if it's just as a hobby. Um, I think when once you find that passion and once you have a connection with spoken word poetry or with poetry in all aspects, you you can never let that go. It's always it's always there. So definitely, is something that I want to pursue and I want to keep going but um yeah I think I'll always have it with me just grab a pen and do it like don't be afraid to share whatever's on your mind and don't be afraid to be you because I think people think that there's a very sustained barrier on what you should say and how you should say and if it should rhyme and all of that kind of stuff and it's really poetry is is literally just everything you feel on a page and it's how you interpret things and it's your own piece and there's no barriers whatsoever and just just do it like don't be afraid to polyfess kapaka hit it up queen's high school um hewaka kotuia come along and support (laughs) this thursday that was the profile of our latest young poet on otago access radio this project has been supported by the Dunedin City Council's Creative Communities Scheme, Dunedin UNESCO, City of Literature and Dunedin Public Libraries. If you would like to get involved with this project or any future Youth Zone projects, you can call the station on 471 6161 or email youthzone at oar.org.nz. This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.